What is up, chumps? Welcome back to the Fantasy Chumps podcast. I'm recording alone. My roommate moved out and left me, so I'm so glad to see two friendly faces this time in Nate and John. Fellas, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful. Pretty good. I'm taking a, taking a couple naps leading up to this episode, so we're feeling so. we're feeling fresh. So uh, I had to play golf. Nate. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what you're I didn't even know that's what you're doing but honestly I don't even care that, that's a decent excuse uh, how'd, you play? how'd you play first of all you hey front nine was rough I mean it was probably one of the worst front nines I've played in a very long time it was looking scary it was like one of those rounds where it was like I would honestly rather be anywhere else but I had to remind myself that golf is fun it's good to be outside and then we started having a good back nine. We ended up getting 16 holes in right before it got dark. Uh, br- brought it on the back. Brought the game. The game was there again. Found the center of the club face a few times, which is nice. Uh, I kind of kind of forgot what that felt yeah, like. Yeah, what's that feel like? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was good. Sorry for the uh, the late recording time, fellas. What did you shoot? Uh, through 16 holes, I think it was about six over. So I was I was about – Almost bogey golf on the front, and then brought it back a couple under on the holes we played on the back. It's quite so a recovery. It was a big time recovery, and I should. It was not a hard course. It was not a hard course at all. It was very short. And you was, did not have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, well, tonight we are doing our divisional predictions. I'm excited about this. I've been way too excited about doing this. I've talked a lot about it. And basically what we did, we ranked, obviously, every division, what we think will happen as of right now, picked our playoff teams, and then we're going to see at the end of the year who did the best. Kind of give it a little point system regarding that. So I haven't really come up with a point system, but we should just dive right in. John, what... Division? Do you want to start with, or AFC or NFC to start? Uh, let's do the NFC because it's a joke. All right, Nate. Which division do you want to start with in the NFC? We're starting off hot. NFC East, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh my gosh, we're gonna right. lose. We're gonna lose two listeners right off the bat. <laughs> uh, maybe we should do it last then. Let's no, drink them along. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you're not going to like what's coming next. <laughs> All right. So Would I'll you like first. me to go first? No, go ahead, Nate. All right. So coming in first place in the NFC East, um, I think all of us are pretty high on them, uh, kind of as an under-the-radar team, possibly to win the NFC outright, potentially. If it weren't for the Bucks' super easy schedule, I would honestly put that bet down maybe. Just because you're going to get good odds. But the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take the NFC East and also be the only team out of the NFC East to to make the playoffs. Okay. So who do you have following the Eagles? Following the Eagles, I have the New York Giants. I'm just kidding. I have have the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I was running through the schedule a little bit. Uh, I kind of (laughs) made my rankings just based off how I thought the teams were just kind of off the top of my head and then dove into the rankings when I thought it was going to be close or not ranking, excuse me, their schedule. Uh, Cowboys have kind of a tough schedule. They start off the season rough with uh, 
They have the Bucks at home, then they have the Bengals at home. Um, I just think they have tough out-of-conference games, and they play the NFC West for their uh, uh, conference or their divisional matchup. So I, I think they're they're looking at a nine and eight season right now, and I don't know if that's enough to make nine and eight, eight and nine. I don't know if that's going to be yeah. enough to make the NFC playoffs this year. So okay. that's what I've got. Followed by. Uh, I mean, Commanders and Giants were kind of a toss-up. You can – they're pretty irrelevant. Do with that what you want. Okay. John, do you want to go next? Uh, I've got to pull it together because this is – it's honestly – it's difficult to put into words, but I couldn't agree more <laughs> <laughs> with what Nate just said. So, um, I think that – so, okay, so I don't know um, – is his name James James Washington? Is that yeah? yeah he's yeah. he's the wide receiver. He just yeah. went down. He, he's he's done. He's done. I think that's actually going to be a bigger deal than what people let on. Ceedee Lamb is the only wide receiver on that team who has caught a touchdown pass in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Michael Gallup's caught a touchdown pass. Wait! Oh my gosh! What was it? Maybe the only healthy. Uh, right yeah, now, cause, no. Cause, so, because I saw him and Gallup are the only two. Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, the only healthy player, only healthy wide receiver who's caught yeah. a touchdown pass is CD Lamb, and I think so. I, I was listening to ESPN, and I, I well, I'll be brief. Um, looking back, giving up Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick looks so bad on the Cowboys right now. Like Jerry Jones would probably give up. At least, I don't know, a third is a lot. But, like, I think that Jerry Jones would give up a third-round pick for Amari Cooper if he could have him back healthy on the roster right now. Like That's what it was? Yeah. yeah. They got a fifth-rounder for Amari Cooper. Dude, do you not remember? I was, like, punching air because I wanted the Chiefs to do that. Yeah, I yeah. like, now that you say it, I do remember you thinking, like – yeah, that would have been huge if the Chiefs got Amari. I was like, a fifth-round pick? Yeah. Nobody cares wow. about the fifth round. So, I I think that's going to come back to bite them. And, yeah, I, I see the Eagles taking the division. I'll give you another shout-out. Blake and Steven, you said it yourself today. Like, the Cowboys never win the NFC East in back-to-back seasons, and they're not going to break that streak this year either. Uh, the Cowboys do come in second, though. They, they, they beat out the Giants by a nail-biter. Uh, <laughs> and, then you have the and, and then you have the Manders in fourth place. Yeah, so uh, I have the exact same thing. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. But going back to what you said, I mentioned this in before we started, but the NFC South, or sorry, NFC East hasn't had a repeat division winner in over 12 years. Crazy. So the Cowboys won it last year. I would bet they won't win it this year. It's not going to be the Giants. Yeah, which is weird because I feel like for the last couple of years, it's not like there's been – it's not been up for grabs necessarily, I feel like. I feel like there's been always like two teams maybe kind of battling for it. Yeah. Actually, when was the year when they didn't have a winning record? Nobody in the NFC East did. Was that two years ago? Yeah. Two or three, yeah. Okay, so I take that back. It was, everybody was in it, but um, I feel like this year it's it's got to come down to those two teams. I don't think the Manders and the uh, Giants are situated to make a run, unfortunately. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so NFC South, John, you're going to start us off with this. 
Yeah, this wild. one's this one's pretty easy. Um, and I, I had some discussions about this uh, yesterday at lunch, but the Bucks take this division easily, um, followed by the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Um, Panthers and Falcons, you just I mean, pick your poison, whoever you want at third and fourth. Um, the Falcons are terrible. I think that the Panthers might actually be okay, but I don't know. There's there's not much reason to believe that they could be anything special or even beat one of these teams twice. So I don't have much faith in the Panthers or the Falcons. But, yep, Bucks and Saints, one and two. Yep, I have the exact same thing. This is, I think, the most predictable division. Like, if I had put money on the exact ranking, I'd probably pick this one. Because I think the Panthers will be, like, okay with Baker, but they don't have as much talent as the Saints. So that's what I did. We'll, we'll save the playoff teams to the very end of the, of the, of the conference. Nate, do you have any differences <laughs> <laughs> nope, this one was a, it was automatic. It was a layup. Uh, I think the Bucks maybe go six and zero in this division. Um, that's yeah, that. That's Only team to make the playoff. I sorry, I already spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just said. Um, let's move on. You want to do the north or the south next, or north or the west? Let's do the north. All right. Do you want me to go first? Because I have I have a hot take for this one. Go for it. <clears throat> I have the Minnesota Vikings winning. The NFC North, followed by the Packers, Lions, and probably the worst team in football, the Chicago Bears. The Minnesota Vikings, if I had to bet on a team to make it to the Super Bowl that wasn't named the Rams or the Bucks, I'd probably pick the Vikings. Because you probably going to, Nate, you can, you can correct me, you probably get good odds for that. And I really like their roster, and they actually have a good coach now. And Kevin O'Connell, who won't run the ball eighty percent of the time. So that that's my uh, that's my surprise team in the NFC. Is I think the Vikings will walk away with this division. I I don't think I'm quite as daring as Leighton is with this Vikings prediction, but I also have them winning the division. Let's go. Wow. I have Leighton. Leighton kind of sold me on this really as soon as the schedule released, and uh, I I've been kind of. You know, riding his coattails ever since on this one. So, yeah, I think Vikings take the division. Packers second place. Uh, Lions might be a sneaky playoff team. Should uh, should Kyler Murray not do his homework and the Cardinals uh, kind of soil it? Okay. But uh, that I have remind me to say something. But, okay. yeah, I mean, they have a second place schedule. They play the AFC East. NFC, yeah, the AFC East, which – Argue outside the Bills, that's three easy wins, depending on who you ask. I'm just saying, it's right there for the taking. Whoa. All right. Um, oh, and they play the NFC East. Oh, easy. Dang. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I, I kind of went vanilla on this one. Uh, Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Uh, Packers take this division. I don't, I don't see the Vikings being a huge problem, um, but – Hey, I, I hope I'm wrong. That would be cool. It'd be cool to see somebody besides the Packers win that division. Um, I just uh, go go a little more in detail. Is it just the schedule, or like just the uh, schedule and the coach, or like yeah, the schedule, the coaching chains. I think they also got rid of 
Mike Zimmer, who was the head coach, but he's right. he, like called defensive plays. And a lot of people I've heard said his defensive scheme was very old school and it wasn't made for like today's NFL. So they brought back Daniel Hunter. They have the Zedarius Smith that they have on the edge now. Uh, Daniel Hunter would be healthy. They invested in the secondary a lot with uh, AJ Terrell and Lewis Seen, as well as Harrison Smith. And they still have Patrick Peterson. Like that's low key pretty good. I know Patrick Peterson's old, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Harrison Smith is a little bit like, like not like washed, but I don't think he's what he used to be. Well, no, but he's still like a top ten at his position. Really, I didn't. I, I think didn't so. think top he was 10, that high. Top fifteen, you know. Yeah. Okay. But fair. I, I just have faith because I, I don't know. I think there's always that hot team that gets like a new coach or like a new offensive piece. In the NFC, I think that's the Vikings this year. Because I think, oh, oh sorry, ahead. sorry, Nate. So their their net point differential last year was mm-hmm. minus one. So, like they only their opponents outscored by one point, and I think if I'm remembering correct, they lost the most one score games out of any team in the NFL. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a, some crazy stat like that. Like they lost like. Like something stupid, like seven one-score games or something. Well, yeah, and they were eight and nine. So if you yeah. flip half of them, let's just say four. Yeah, yeah, they're they're winning the division if they can do that. The Raiders were like the opposite. I remember that too. The Raiders like won all of those games oh, instead oh, of losing. We'll, we'll get to the Raiders. Don't you worry. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I see the Packers taking it, but I see the argument. Like it'll probably come down to the matchup between the Packers and the Vikings. Like for sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to get into. It was like mostly these rankings, it was less of a Vikings storyline and more of a Packers storyline for me. Like I think the Packers are regressing um, somewhat. I'm not very confident in their lineup right now. I think it's going to take some time for them to gel, and they're going to be doing that with a, a first-place schedule. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what you're going to – for the Packers to get second place in the NFC North, I think they're going to have to drop one game to the Lions and the Bears. I think the Vikings can go 2-0 and against the Packers this year, but I think the Packers are going to have to go 3-3 three and three and Vikings go forward too. Yeah. And not to spend too much time on it, but I feel like in the NFC, having a first-place schedule is, I feel like, a bigger deal because for the Vikings to avoid playing the Rams and the Bucks, like just those mm-hmm. two teams, because like, I don't think the Packers can beat either one of those. So that's like two games I think they have on them, so. All right, one last thing about this. Sure. I will throw this ra- – I don't know. Maybe this is a, a positive. <laughs> the Packers open at the Vikings. Yeah. And Big I game. Know, and week 17, week 17 at Lambeau. Like, Ooh. holy cow, that's going to be a crazy story to write. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely going to be watching that Vikings-Packers game. It's not at the, uh, the Chiefs time. So. New Year's Eve, week 17. That's crazy. Wow. Let's move on to the NFC West. John, what do you got? All right. For the NFC West, um, I don't think there's going to be any big surprises. We we may differ on the second and third place team a little bit, but uh, the Rams Rams are going to walk away with this division. Walk away with it. They're going to walk away with this division. They Um, only won it by one game last year. Yeah, I know. I think they got better (laughs) this offseason, which is – scary to think about uh i think the cardinals actually might regress a little bit 
Um, I think Kyler's going to have a big year, but um, I'm putting them at the number two spot reluctantly. I think that the 49ers have it in the bag, but I've seen a lot of mixed reviews about what's going on in training camp, and they've had they had two fights today um, nice. at, at their practice. Yeah, so and it was it was between um, oh gosh, I can't think of um, the linebacker's name. Wow. Um, uh, uh, Fred Warner. Fred Warner and Brandon Ayuk got into a fight twice today. Yeah, Brandon, one's really good at his position, one's a bum. I don't know. I've, I've seen a anyway. I've seen a lot of takes on Ayuk having a good camp, but um, I think the Cardinals and Niners. That one's going to be very, very close. It's definitely going to be decided by a game, um, and then Seattle comes in last, probably the second worst, no, third worst team in the NFL, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Do the same thing? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think the only place I deferred was I think, yeah, Rams are probably going to walk to first in the division. I think it's going to be a little bit more separation between the 49ers and the Cardinals than maybe John was saying. Um, I think the 49ers are going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah. Um, and that's that's with having – with expecting Trey Lance to have just an, a mediocre season. I still think that team and that roster can carry them to a second-place finish in the division – should he go off in his second year, um, they they could be kind of battling for first, I think. Uh, but, yeah, then Cardinals, I, I'm kind of with John there. I'm not super high on them, but um, they may have the talent to uh, make some noise. Um, so I have the same ranking as John. I have Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. Um, Seahawks are going to be absolutely awful. And I, I was almost tempted to not have the Rams win because – I'm I'm probably the one person out there that thinks the Rams got worse. So we don't have to spend too long about that if you want to. No, please elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. They lost their starting left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, who's a stud. Does anybody know who the starting left tackle is for the Rams? No. Good. I don't either. <laughs> But their O-line isn't very good. Um, there's been rumors about Matt Stafford's like arm slash shoulder being beat up this off- yeah. early this offseason. Again, it's August. So, you know, we're kind of getting close to it. Um, and, I mean, as much as I like Cam Akers in fantasy, he is, you know, if he's behind a bad O-line, you know, with coming off of an injury season, miss season. And obviously Robert Woods is gone. Odell Beckham is still unsigned. And they bring in Allen Robinson, who, you know, he's we think he's good. I've heard he's doing well in training camp, but it's also training camp. And they also lost a lot of like pieces that weren't their big players. So I think just the overall it's a very star driven roster. So like you know their top four players like everybody does, but after that, I think there's a pretty big drop off with it now. So that's fair. That's, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs for sure, unless they just get hit by injuries. But it's just what I think. So, Nate, tell me your uh, all your playoff teams for the NFC. Yep. So I think it's going to go Bucks are the one seed, Rams two seed, Vikings three seed, Packers four. 49ers, five, Eagles, six, 
And then this was where it got kind of tricky. Um, I gave the Cardinals the seventh seed, but I, I do think that that could go to the Cowboys, honestly. I had Cowboys predicted them for either a nine and eight season or eight and nine. Uh, if they're nine and eight, they're probably going to get in, honestly. So okay. that one was that spot was up for grabs a little bit. Cool. The Eagles would have to be the fourth place team, but that's okay. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, so for me, I have the Bucks at the one, the Vikings at two, Rams three, Eagles four, Packers five, then I have Cardinals Saints. John. Do the Vikings at two? Wow. Yeah, it doesn't mean they'll be a better team. They'll have a better record. I I mean I know, but wow. Um, okay. Um, Bucks have to be the one seed because we we talked about it. I don't know if it was on the show or before the show. They have such an easy schedule. Um, Bucks will be the number one seed, followed by the Rams, followed by the Packers and the Eagles. Um, the fifth seed. Oh, this is tough. The fifth seed will go to the Cardinals. Sixth seed will go to the 49ers. And the seventh seed will go to the New Orleans Saints. I respect it. Put it on paper. All right, let's move to the more fun conference, the AFC. Um, let's say let's, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose the order. Let's go from least interesting to most interesting. So, in my opinion, the least interesting division is the AFC East because it's the Bills and everybody else. So, Nate. What is your AFC East breakdown? All right. I would uh, strongly disagree that this is the least interesting. Um, But we can go with this one. Uh, Definitely we've got Bills at one. I don't think there's any question about that. They're high high favorites to uh, be AFC uh, one seed going into the playoffs. But So I'm, I'm kind of with them on that. I've got the Dolphins at two. I actually have the Jets at three and Patriots at four. I think we're going to see a little bit of a bounce back with the Jets. Um, I just, I kind of think give Robert Sala some time and he's going to, he's going to kind of create a pretty good little organization over there. So I kind of like where they're headed. Um, And then Patriots. I just feel like there's a lot of kind of negative talk from that camp so far. Uh, There's been some discussion with, what they're deciding to do with Mac Jones, kind of open up the playbook a little more, putting a lot of pressure on him for being a second-year starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I he he showed like he was mature enough and could could handle it, but um, I just I don't nothing excites me too much about the Patriots for next year. John. Okay, um, so uh, the, <laughs> the Bills wake up. Yeah, no, I. I was looking at a few things, but um, the the Bills are going to win this division. Um, the Dolphins are going to get second. I just I struggle. I I would struggle to see the Patriots getting last in the AFC East. Probably like simply just because it's the Patriots. Like mm. it it's just hard to imagine. Um, but I do agree with Nate. I think the Jets are actually. I think they're going to have a pretty decent offense um I'm, I'm excited to see how it all works out um but I, I think inevitably they'll end up in last place but it it could vary so much because if Zach Wilson comes out and has a good season like they could probably get second in this division they I really think that it's within the realm of possibility for them to get second if Zach Wilson has a has like 
an above average season, but that's asking a lot. Um, it would take a lot of growth from him. So Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. That's what I've got. Yeah. Okay. So I have the Bills in first. They're really good. Blah, blah, blah. I have the Jets in second place. I think they've had a great offseason. The story about Zach Wilson being a dog a couple weeks ago, I think that just boosts the locker room mentality. And then I have the Patriots at third, and then I have the fourth-placed Dolphins because Tua sucks and their best player is Tyreek Hill. Oof. Fourth okay. place for the Dolphins. Yes. And wow. then they're going to have to get a new quarterback. And then Tyreek's going to have to go on his podcast and talk about how two is not the best quarterback in the Anyway. <laughs> okay. Can we, can we talk about that clip that's been, like, going around Miami Dolphins' Twitter of Tua throwing, like, a 50-yard bomb to Tyreek that took, like, 10 seconds to get there? <laughs> you look that is – when he threw it too. It was like a huge like hype video from Miami Dolphins Twitter. And like the, I mean there were like fans in the in the stands for the training camp and everything. And I mean this it did not look like a natural throwing motion at all. Nope. It looked like he, yeah he like gave himself a hernia trying to make that ball <laughs> go 50 yards. It just it was it was ugly and but they were cheering and the hype <laughs> I'd be wanting Fitzmagic back if I was a Dolphins fan. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. So moving on to the second, the second least interesting division, I put it to the AFC South. Um, I don't really know why, but should I go first and get my hot take out again? Go for it. I have the Jackson, but no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I thought you were going to do it. I have the Indianapolis Colts winning the division comfortably. I don't think there's any competition in this league in this division, which is why I have the Jags second, the Titans third, and the Texans fourth. I think the Jags got a lot better. I think the Titans got worse. And Henry's a year older, and Ryan Tannehill can't carry a team when he doesn't have very many weapons. So. That's where I stand on it. I'm going to kind of agree with your first team and your fourth team. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I do think the Colts win this uh, division. I think it's going to be a little bit closer between them and the Titans. Titans are definitely getting second. Um, The Jags will not be second in the AFC South. Though the Titans may have gotten worse and the Jags may have gotten a little better, uh, the bars were miles apart between them. Um, the, that was an AF uh, number one seed in the AFC and yeah. a bottom two team in the AFC <laughs> last year. So uh, I, I think there's still a little bit of a gap there. I'm excited about the Jags. I kind of honestly like for fancy purposes, there's some good prospects there that I'm interested in. Definitely. Um, more so than the Titans probably. Um, but then, yeah, I do think it's Jags third, Texans four. All right, John, bring it home with the AFC South. AFC South, the Colts are going to win the division. Um, I don't think that's much of a question. The Colts are a really good team, honestly. If Matt Ryan gets his act together, they could be a scary team in the playoffs. Uh, The Titans are going to get second. Like, I mean, Nate hit it on the head. 
you just don't go from being the number one seed in the AFC to losing out to, you know, the team that just got the number one pick in the draft. Um, the Jaguars will finish third. Like the Jaguars might win like six or seven games and kind of be a surprise, but uh, they're, they're, I don't think they're going to get second. And then the Texans, sadly, I like Davis, the, the neck mills. Like <laughs> I, I hope he has a good year and like retains his starting job, but good grief. Get this man a sponsorship, like somebody like Tiger Woods mocks, like get Davis mills a mock. Like that dude has the neck. Like what's more impressive Davis mills neck or Peyton Manning's forehead because oh my goodness the forehead is insane but Davis Mills like he's like that he's like that dinosaur that's on the the Sinclair gas station bronchosaurus bronchiosaurus yeah yeah wild anyways that's awesome I don't know I'm just very low on the Titans I know they're I know probably underselling them but oh well uh let's go to the AFC North Nate, what do you have there? Sure. Um, I have not taken a look at any of what you guys have put so far, but um, this might be kind of a hot take in this room right now. Uh, I'm going to have the Ravens winning the AFC North. Um, They've made some interesting moves this offseason. They traded Marquise Brown away. Um, But I – what's that? Hollywood. 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 Yeah. Yep, he's gone. There, I, I do like Rashad Bateman for this uh, this upcoming season. Uh, I've heard he's been having a good camp. Um, Mark Andrews is going to be great. J.K. Dobbins healthy. Gus Edwards healthy. Mark Jackson healthy. Most importantly, uh, I think they're going to be they're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, again, kind of like the Vikings, Packers, and the NFC North. I think the more the storyline here is, Bengals are going to regress a little bit. Um, I think it's they're gonna they're gonna have a hard time. What what were they last year? Were they ten and seven? They were ten and seven. They finished extremely a, hot to get to ten and seven yes, too. I think they're gonna have a very hard time repeating that. Ten and seven is a pretty you know pretty average year for a playoff team. Um, I think it's gonna be uh, a battle to get to ten and seven, a battle to get in the playoffs. Um, but I'm gonna have the Bengals in second. And then John and Leighton kind of brought this to my attention with the three and four here. Uh, this one might be closer than I first expected, but I'm going to go with the Browns at three and the Steelers at four. But I, I think I like the Steelers roster quite a bit more than the Browns, offensively at least. Um, but I think the quarterback situation there has got me worried. Okay. Yeah, so I also have the Ravens winning the division. They had a losing streak of six games in a row and finished out the season 0-5. Lamar Jackson wasn't playing. Shocker. And you know what else? They were probably the most injury-plagued team last year by far. I swear they they had, like, before the season started, I swear they had, like, a dozen guys on IR. So they'll be healthy. They'll be back. They're a really well-run organization. And even with the six-game losing streak to finish the season – they were eight and nine. So at one point in the season, they were eight and three. They're still a very good team. They, they don't have as many weapons on offense, but it's the Ravens, so they probably don't even need it. Uh, I have the Bengals not really regressing, just staying the same skill level and not catching every break imaginable. So I think they'll be a solid, like, 
nine and eight, potentially, you know, fighting for a playoff spot, like Nate said. So I think that's how it goes. And I have the Steelers at third just because I believe Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, and then I have the Browns last because they might not have their best player for the first half of the season. And they probably won't win very many games that way. So, John, take it away. Um, so you guys both make really good points. Um, I, I very badly wanted to list the Bengals in the second spot. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Their offensive line has gotten much, much better. Um, they gained a lot of experience on that O-line. I think that's going to have a significant impact. We saw how much of an impact it made for the Chiefs. I think that the Bengals will win this division. It'll be by a game, and it'll be based on what happens in the series with the Ravens. So Bengals one, Ravens two, Steelers are third. Um, I think we kind of covered it. Mike Tomlin, we, we talked about this before the podcast. He does not have losing seasons in the, in the NFL. Um, and the Browns, I don't think they're going to be able to overcome like the two and four start that they get off to with Jacoby Brissett. Now, if the Browns Jimmy Garoppolo, that would completely change this for me. Like, I agree. I don't know if they would. I don't know if they make the playoffs, but Absolutely. they would be a really good team if if they brought in Garoppolo, which I would strongly advise because it it totally changes their season. But Bengals first, Ravens second, Steelers third, and Browns fourth as it stands right now. All right. Now for the most, for the best division in NFL history, easily the best division in the NFL right now with the best teams. (laughs) Nate, what do you have for the AFC West? Oh, boy. This one, the more I look at it, it's kind of hurting (laughs) me and scaring me a little bit. Are are you like Russell Wilson? Are you riding? (laughs) Broncos country. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. I have to do it. I think the Chiefs are going to – what do you call it? Like, is it a six-time re- repeat? They've done Five it six times. Time? So it'd be a seven-peat. A seven-peat. It's a seven-peat. I think the Chiefs seven-peat, um, <laughs> which is just wild to say. Uh, yeah, I think they continue to dominate this league and everybody in it. Um it's going to be a, a totally different look, I think. But I, I, we've spoken about this before. I'm more excited and more confident in this roster, I think, because there's less holes in it. And I think um, it, it's – I think there's – offensively, I think there's more pieces that can break down the tendencies that maybe defenses were exposing last year um, in our offense. So – um, I, li- I like them for this year uh, to win the AFC West. I'm going to go Chargers to get second. Um, I don't really want to talk about them that much. I've got Bron- or Raiders third <laughs> and Broncos fourth. Uh, I-, I really wanted to put Raiders at four, um, Broncos three, but Raiders have a sneaky, like, really good roster, honestly. So um, especially, like, defensive uh, or, like, pass rush kind of scares me a little bit. So I think they'll be um, – They'll be a shoe in for third. All right. John, what do you want to do? Um, 
so I will also make the argument that the Chiefs will complete the seven peat. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. The Chiefs got off to a historically bad start last year. Historically bad. Like the offense looked horrible. There there were points in time where I heard the words out of Leighton's mouth that the Chiefs were not going to make the playoffs. Can I can I interject really quick? Yes. I was live at the Titans game and it, it did play an emotional impact. Go go ahead. That's it, important, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was hard to watch. Like, I think the Jaguars looked better to start the year than the Chiefs did. Not actually. But uh, it, it was a worse roster that we had last year than we have this year. And, like, I stand firm on that. And I get it. Like, we followed the Chiefs closer than most people probably do. We have a, we have a very good defense. Our defense is going to make a stand this season. And it's something that we haven't had for a very long time. I think I just the Chiefs are the, the Chiefs have played in enough pressure games that the difficulty of this division, I don't think it's going to have as large of an impact as as people from the outside looking in believe that it will. It's not gonna be easy. We're gonna have lots of very close one score games, but I think that we have the experience to get through those games where like Justin Herbert hasn't played in those games. Like they couldn't even secure the playoffs and like the easiest situation last year to end the season. Like it's just those sorts of situations where I think Andy Reed has a huge impact and like granted him in the last two minutes, like it's really scary sometimes, but like, I think we have the experience and I think that the chiefs will win the division followed by the chargers. Um, they got a lot better this offseason. We'll see how it goes. Khalil Mack, I mean, we'll see what kind of impact he has. Um, they'd added another piece on defense, maybe in the secondary. J.C. Jackson for the Patriots? Yeah, they added J.C. Jackson. Um, I don't know. They're they're going to be a tough one. It's But, it, like, I'm not scared to go to Los Angeles and play the Chargers. I'm just not. Like, the Chargers – have the most difficult environment to play in at Arrowhead. And so did the Broncos and so did the Raiders. Like, I think that's the biggest difference is like the Broncos are the only team that I'm scared to go play in their stadium, but we, we literally own the Broncos. So like, (laughs) it's just, I don't know. I, it's hard to see it. So I'll go chiefs, chargers, Broncos, Raiders. And I think that's that. All right. I just want to piggyback off John real quick. The chiefs, own the Broncos. <laughs> not lost the game to them, and he beat them with his number one target being Albert Wilson one year. When his very first start in the NFL, it was Albert Wilson and Anthony Sherman at tailback. Was was the those were the weapons he was used to beat the Denver Broncos at full strength. Yes, I I just watched the entire full game highlights over the weekend, so it's fresh on the mind. But I had to get that in. So I'm going to go from last to first. So I'm going to just roast these teams. So in last place, I have the poor man's version of the Los Angeles Rams with the Las Vegas Raiders. They both have loss in front of their name, and they're both super top heavy, but have massive holes on the roster. Derek Carr has as many playoff wins as me in his career. I'm not scared of them. 
Their best players are their left tackle, who's real, who's pretty good. Devontae <laughs> Adams is really good. And they have two good edge rushers. Does anybody know any other players on the Raiders that scare you? I don't. So they also were negative 65 last year in point differential. Somehow they made the playoffs with that, which is mind-boggling. But it's okay. It's the Raiders. When the Chiefs played them last year, I'm pretty sure we outscored them like 80-something to 14. They're not a worry. People need to relax. And coming up in third is Broncos country. Let's ride all the way to third place. Uh, the Broncos were 7-10 last year. They were 1-5 in the division. And like Nate, so perfectly executed they can't beat the chiefs so i'll believe it when i see it speaking of believe it when i'll see it i have the chargers in second place <laughs> and everybody every year for the past four years of my entire life has said oh this is the year the chargers take hold of the afc west and win well philip rivers was there for many years and for the last few years of his career he had less wins than kids so he is not doing very hot. And now we have Justin Herbert, who is proclaimed as the second coming of Christ. He can't make it to the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game. Still has not beaten Patrick Mahomes. And that is why in first place, I have the Kansas City Chiefs as the one seed in the AFC West. Herbert beat Mahomes at Arrowhead. Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. That, was, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, that felt that felt like a mini, uh, like Chris Berman, like two minute drill. Yeah, with Layton uh, going on with the Broncos country. Let's so rock close. all the yeah. way to third place. Herbert beat Mahomes. The Chiefs had five turnovers in that game, and they still only won by a field goal. There yeah, we that, go. That was a crap. Game. I I just did this math too while you were going on your rant. Uh, <laughs> what was the point differential last year for Las Vegas? Totally, minus what? Uh, minus sixty-five. All right. So point differential against the Chiefs for them was minus sixty-six. <laughs> so they beat the rest of the league by one point. <laughs> And lost to us by I don't know if, if that makes it better or worse. I don't know. It makes me less worried, though. <laughs> it's so much better. But, All right, yeah. should we do uh, some playoff teams? Yeah, let's – Nate, why don't you run through your playoff teams? Okay, I'm going to try and do this in order of seeding. So I'm going to go – Bills are going to have the one seed and the bye from the AFC. Yeah. Um, dude, this is tough. I honestly think – I think the Colts might have the two seed. Whoa. Yeah. And I think that's just record. I don't think it's because they're the second best team. I think it's just record. Uh, Then I think the Ravens are going to have the three seed. I think the Chiefs are going to have the four seed. Um, Yeah. And then I think it's going to go Chargers five, Bengals six, Dolphins seven. Dolphins in the playoffs. Very interesting. Um, I'll go really quick. I'll have the Bills 1, Chiefs 2. I'll have the Colts 3 as well, just because they play in a cupcake division. Uh, Ravens 4. The Phony. Actually, no. I'm going to say the Bengals are the 5 seed. So they'll probably play the Ravens and lose. And then I'll have the Chargers 6th, 
finally making it, but it's still hard to believe in the tooth fairy when you never see it. And then we have Broncos Country Let's Ride in seven. John? Um, I'm going to go. So the Chiefs play the Colts week three in Indianapolis. I think that game will determine who gets the second and third seed. Um, that's going to be huge. Yes. So the Bills get the number one seed in the bye. Chiefs finish at second. I think that they beat the Colts in Indianapolis. The Colts get the three seed, followed by the Bengals at four, Chargers at five, Broncos at six, and the Ravens with the seventh seed. I think the the Broncos and Ravens is close for me. Um, I think the Broncos just have a better roster through and through than the Ravens do. Plus, like they they did win seven games last year, and adding Russell Wilson, I I think. I mean, I, I feel like over, over Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, that's got to add, like, at least two and a half wins, right? Well, there's also an easier comp. Yeah, but Russ has played in tough, like, you know, he's played in the NFC West. So, like, he, he's been in tough conferences. And yeah. they, their defense is really solid. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's, that's all of our rankings, guys. Let us know what you think. I'm going to – I want one final question. This is might be the most important question of the night. Give me your answer and then like a quick sentence after it. Nate, who has the number one overall pick in April? In April? Uh, yes. Well, I don't know if there's – okay. I don't know don't, if any trades have been made. That like, Don't worry about trades. Just, gonna, okay. Just, so the, who's the worst team? Yeah. Uh, Chicago Bears. Okay. John? Uh, <laughs> I think it has to be Houston. Okay. Well, I'll change it up. I'll go with the Seahawks as the worst team. I, I feel like that's the trio. That Those are the three, and you can throw the Falcons in there because they're also – Falcons could be there. I If I hadn't Andrew. seen so many positive things about the Giants, I'm actually kind of thinking the Giants might get last. Carson Wentz might actually carry – Washington to be third. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for joining us. <laughs> Let us know who you think is your surprise team. And thank you guys so much for joining us. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys.